Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. And let's uh, let's run down Mike Jeffcoat this morning. I don't know where this guy's at. He's hard to find sometimes. Mike, what's up, buddy? Oh, get ready to go jerk on some vines somewhere. Jerk on some vines, do a little squirrel hunting. Do a little squirrel hunting. Right there here. you go. Whether it's going to cooperate or not. It's going to be cloudy and a little breezy. Yeah, didn't take them blows yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, old Toby Keith, bless his heart. I know, that's a shame. Lost a good man. Yep, sure did. Poor guy. I didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, he'd been battling stomach cancer, what, two or three years. You I see all know. the weight he lost there towards the end? Yeah, I saw that. seen him and go, man, is he on... Soda weight loss program or something? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because he was just always such a big, strong dude, you know? Yeah, he was. Hell of an American. Yeah. Need a bunch more of them right now. Yeah, we could use millions of those. That's getting scary now. Other than that, that's all I got, me. I mean, I've talked to three or four captains. Ain't nobody getting the fix. You know, and um, what little bit of inshore that's going on over there. I mean, they can find life around. They can go catch them. So. Right. I saw one of them the other day post some stuff up. But... Right. Big bull red trip. I think he caught seven. Went through a right. hundred live shrimp. Get seven bull reds and have to throw live shrimp out of them. Pretty weak on my side. Y'all's river's running right now, too. Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's nothing drastic, but it's no. dirty. No. I don't think we're going to have anything drastic this year. They have no snow up north of Perth. I know. You know, generally that's what really puts it on us, you know, is mm-hmm. when that snow melt comes, it'll, it'll put that river in a roar or something. But other than that, that's like I said, uh, 
hadn't done much this week. I had had tooth pulled. Oh boy. Yeah. I know about that. Coming with age, man. That's yeah. Well, at least it was a back one. It didn't. I don't yeah. Even don't know it's there. I don't even know it's gone. Really, other than it's uh, helped my health a bunch. I didn't even know it was bad. When I've been having headaches, and well, I was coming home. I come home Saturday from Venice. Yeah, I talked to you that morning. Yeah, I was on the road. I got about. I don't know. Yeah, it was about Lake Charles. I had a headache so bad, I thought I was going to pull over. And so, I finally stopped and got me some Advil or something. I don't even remember what I got, but got by it. Then I got up Sunday morning, we went and hunted, and I told that Greg was with me, him and them girls, and I told him, I said, man, we're going to have to cut this hunt a little short. My head is killing me. Oh. And so I got home Sunday evening and I don't know, that little old cool air was blowing and I went outside and uh, I kind of coughed and I took a deep breath. Yeah. And I you felt feel it tooth. on that tooth. Yeah. Yep. And I told Darlene, I said, you but y'all get me an appointment in the morning if you can. And luckily I got in. Luckily you got in, man. That's yeah. And he said, <laughs> Yeah, getting a yeah, dentist appointment these days is like pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah. He said, you didn't know those tooth was abscessed? I said, no. I said, but probably explain these headaches I've been having. He said, absolutely. And uh, he said, yeah, well, I'm going to pull it. I don't want to. I'd rather you go get on antibiotics. I said, I don't want to get on, get on antibiotics. After you pull it, just get it out of my head, you know, out of my jaw. He deadened it up. I didn't even know he he had done quit and was talking to the nurse. And uh, he said, all right. He said, you can sit here about five minutes and you're gone. I said, you pulled it? He said, yeah, it's been pulled. I said, wow, you really didn't. That, that one good. So painless. I never felt it. Yeah, painless. That's, that's did he put right. you to sleep? No, he just yeah. numbed me yeah, up. Yeah, just gave you a local. Yeah. Yeah. He got, I he got gave some me good, good stuff one, now. Yeah, he, he did, because I couldn't even feel from half my lip over, I was, I was out. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know how good it is, because you don't have feeling in your chin for two or three yeah. hours. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing this week. And I said, I'm hoping I'm going to get some hunts in, starting in the morning. And yeah, I think it's supposed to start raining this weekend, so... Oh, yeah. Well, we're going in the rain. Them squirrels got stirred in the rain. We as kids, we hunted in the rain. Oh, yeah. I had some good squirrel hunts in the rain. Oh, yeah. Over the years. Oh, we used to do that. That was was like a religion, man. Squirrel hunting was the thing. Yep. Now, when's it going to close? Last day of February. Right, like quail season does. And then, then you get a May season, right? Yeah, but I ain't crazy about hunting in in May. And one thing, you're gonna have the leaves back, so you're not gonna see him. You're gonna have to shake him out of there. No, that, that's true. That uh, they can but hide. Too, in that river bottom hunting that type of year, I don't. Them snakes are too. Uh, they're no, not bad. You can have that river bottom in the summer, buddy. Them yeah, <laughs> them moccasins are nasty. Yeah, you know, and we don't. 
That's a crazy thing. You don't see that many of them out there. I mean, you don't see. I don't remember the last one I saw. Them hogs keep them snakes thinned out. Do they? People don't. Oh yeah. I know they eat. I know they eat snakes, but oh yeah. So, but um, no, I've got plenty of customers that live in counties that squirrels eat no clothes. So Scott Clary, he's got I don't know 130 acres somewhere there in Carlisle, and it stays open. He said it's all fox squirrels. I said, well, that's fine. We made no difference. We're gonna kill them too. I remember when I was a kid, we used to hunt an island over there in Baytown. We'd go out there in the afternoons after school with our four tens, take a aluminum boat over to it, you know, if it was calm where we'd get to it. Right. And you had to take just as many shotgun shells for the snakes as you did for the rabbits. <laughs> and, I mean, almost every hunt, if you kill 30 rabbits, kill 30 snakes. Yeah. Them, them moxkins were so bad. Unbelievable. Oh, I know. You know, they that, were horrible. That's Scary. like Livingston. Can't believe we never got bit. Yep. That's like Lake Livingston. Man, them snakes was bad on Livingston. You know, back in the day when me and Randy was guiding up there and stuff, there was a bunch of old creeks up there that had them beaver dams in them. Mm-hmm. Them snakes would hibernate in them beaver dams. Man, I remember I pulled up on, I'm trying to think where I was at. It was right there around Waterwood somewhere, a little short creek that went up in there. There's a beaver dam in there, and they must have been 500 snakes laying on top. It was My early God. spring, that sun come out, and it was every snake you could think of was piled up on top of that beaver dam. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of spooky. So. Yeah, Blaine and I, we belong to this uh, membership deal since uh, junior high till here lately. You know, they shut it down about... Eight, eight or ten years ago, but, you know, for bass fishing and duck hunting. We remember right. that forever since we were little kids, and that was probably the most infestation of water moxkins I've ever seen. You know, you had to watch out when you I'd, – I'd flip my aluminum boat over, you know, to put my motor on it, and there'd always right. be three or four under it yep. and have to kill them and then uh, go bass fishing and come back. But I had a – an island in this one lake it was just a natural island out there with some tallow trees on it and we built a nice blind in it and mm. one summer well one spring aprilish i guess we were uh troll motoring by that island and i could smell them snakes on it and if there wasn't a yeah. thousand water moxkins in our duck blind and all over that island doing their yep. ritual you know yep. mating ritual or whatever they go through I said, Crazy. we could kill snakes for the rest of our life out here and never knock a dent in them. You know, it was yep. all, you know, all out in the middle of a rice belt and all that. It was just unbelievable how thick they were. Well, that's, uh, I think the world record comes from down there uh, around High Island. I mean, not High Island. Uh, when you go in there, uh, no, right there, down there in any way, uh, the reserve in there where you can go. Oh, the wildlife there. refuge? Yeah. Somebody killed one in there. It's been a few years ago, but I think he's a world record. He was unreal. Huh. I saw Yeah. Cottonmouth? Yeah. I mean, just big around your leg. Got what he weighed, something like 68 pounds. 
Oh, my goodness. Yeah, big snake. He could eat a small gator. <laughs> you bet. But, Reptiles. yeah, you can definitely smell them old stump tails. Yeah, you they can. Stink. Boy, they do. They you do. can smell them. No, so, you know, and that's like in Venice. Everybody, you know, new people that's never been there in that refuge and that sanctuary we have down there. Um, man, I bet snakes, I'd hate to have to get off him from there. I bet them snakes are bad. I said, you know, in my 25 plus years down here now, I probably count on my hand and my toes how many snakes I've seen. You just don't see no snakes down there. And it's all because of them alligators. Yeah. I don't tell you. The majority of snakes I've seen is have been in the mouth of an alligator. Right. So, and too, they got them hogs down there now. So, you know, uh, one of them ballet boys I talked to the other day said, yeah, helicopters done flying. And wildlife fisheries, they down there trying to thin them a little bit. Yeah. Hella hogging. Yep. So, but them hogs, they're crazy thick down there. Instead yeah, they, of butterball fat, it, it blows my mind. I just, I don't know what they're eating, but whatever it is, it's keeping them fat. Because so, there's snakes. no mass at <laughs> maybe all. No, maybe a snake protein. <laughs> yeah, my mate. You know, I know, you, you know, on real low tide, especially this time of year, you can see where they're rooting. You know, and you know they're rooting mm-hmm. up some type of root. You know, and so... Hog Alley. Yeah, and that's like nowadays, you know. um, The amount of bald eagles we got, I think our hawks are even worse than they used to be. That river bottom's got so many of them red tails in it right now, it's unreal. And they'll go to doing their little screaming, and them woods will light up. Them squirrels go to barking. Crows. Crows, no. blue jays, and squirrels, man, they're alarm calls for hawks. Yeah, they're alarm calls, you bet. What Especially we got another morning. <laughs> we treat up on squirrel, and I mean, big old, I mean, a big oak tree. I wasn't sure my full tent could reach the top of it. But uh, all of a sudden, them hawks, I mean, them crows started up about 100 yards from us. And, I mean, they was raising cane, and I'm going, hey, you found a bobcat or something, because they wouldn't shut up. Yeah, they'll go to fussing at them. Oh, Texas uh, nephew, Dwayne, he's sitting in his deer state. He's seen that cat twice this year and never could get a shot on him. And uh, he said first time he saw him, he come up a little lane he hunts on there and turned and kind of got behind a tree on him. Mm-hmm. About them time, and them hawks found him. I mean, them crows found him. He said they chased that cat. Is plumb out of hearing. He couldn't <laughs> hear them no more. They got on that cat with raisin cane. But, yeah, I wish we could kill crows like we used to be able to. Now you're supposed to get permission to kill them, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Because they are thick down there. Yep. Unreal, I mean. And I around my house, them. they're along the bay. We got crow. It was Crow City over there. That's crazy. That's All right, Michael. Y'all go drop a squirrel or two, man. Make you some dumplings. I'll uh, talk to you Saturday. But if somebody wants to call you about getting with you this year fishing over at Venice, how they get a hold of you, man? 
832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, buddy. And Enjoy that new that, dog. Y'all, yeah, see y'all next week at the fishing show. That's right. That's next week. I might just bring up. I might have. I might have to bring Harry with me one day. He's a, he, he's the most. He likes everybody. He don't meet nobody he don't like. Yep. He's good dog, crazy. man. Yeah, he's a good one. So, all right, all right buddy. Later. See you, Mike. Later. Later. Well, folks, if you're going fishing, well, don't. Not till you've been to the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show. That starts next week, February 14th through the 18th at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we're talking everything for fishermen. All the new rods, reels, lures, factory reps there to answer all your questions about their products and to, to feature new products and guides from Alaska to South America. And they'll have dozens and dozens of fully rigged boats on display for you to check out, and hundreds of kayaks also, and clinics. They'll be having them daily by expert fishermen covering salt and fresh water. And don't forget about the kids' clinics on Saturday and Sunday. They'll have giveaways for the kids and a lot of fun for them. Get them outside and uh, take them into the show and show them what it's all about. So if you love to fish or you just want to learn more about fishing, don't miss the 49th Annual Houston Fishing Show Check them out at HoustonFishingShow.com. That justice is the one thing you should always find. you got to saddle up your boys. You've got to draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune. And we'll all meet back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces singing. Whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. It's 520 here in the Bayou City on a Thursday morning. Let's head down G-Town way now to Tiki Island and check in with Captain James Plogg. Good morning, James. How are you, man? Yo, man. What's up, buddy? How are you, bud? Man, I'm good. It's just like it's drizzling rain. No, it's just uh, soupy. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Got I our south land like, back. Well, let me... like water drops. I'm looking well, at it. I mean, it's real light. Yeah. It's something. Oh, yeah, it's calm. Galveston radar here and see what's going on. It's yeah. hip. I bet it don't even show up. I see up, it over I... by your house. There's a little bit yeah, you... round green spot headed across yeah, Tiki it's... Island. It's terrible. Come on over and get on my boat. Get it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's calm. It's not going to tell us a lot warmer. They man, got a 15% little... chance of rain today, and you got all 15 of yours. Yeah, send it, dude. It's good. <clears throat> but uh, that old East Wind had a little bite to it yesterday. Yeah, it did. It blew pretty good yesterday. I mean, yeah, it, it did. Day, it, right in the middle of the day, it got, it got, it was good. I mean, it was nice. But in the morning, it blew. And I tell you, when that wind quit, right when that tide stopped going out, right before right. it came around for about, about an hour, iron 15 minutes or whatever, right there. It got pretty nice, but man, we we ended up catching them yesterday. But I got lucky. I caught them in places that I ain't caught fish in some years, and I, I just run across that I was going somewhere else. We went some deep water stuff. We just had a few bites, eight or nine bites. We catch one about four pounds, and another one about eighteen inches. Nothing, and I was going somewhere else. Some stuff that I looked at, I guess Monday or Tuesday was Wednesday. 
I guess Tuesday, I, I fished till dark, right, pretty close. And man, I had a bunch of bites, Mickey, <clears throat> on uh, oh, a couple bites on tails, bites on lilies. I mean, bites. I'm seeing them. They're hitting it, touching it, but there ain't nothing really biting. So, man, there's some fish right here. So I blazed off. It was dark. And uh, I was going back over there yesterday, and I ran across this <clears throat> little shell flat. So, man, look at all this bait. I ain't seen nothing. Like, I ain't seen nothing here in years like this. Man, we bailed, and it, uh, man, it, it got pretty good. <clears throat> a bunch of nice fish. No big ones, man, but a bunch of, you know, 19, 20-inch fish. And I said, this is good. And, buddy, they was biting it right when, right when the tide quit because it sucked out of here, man. It was like a, what, almost a foot negative yesterday. You had yeah. a, like a two-and-a-half-foot swing yesterday. And, uh, man, it got pretty good. I mean, like, catching them, like, man, this is, this is good. And as soon as that tide got a little steam coming in, which wasn't very long, it switches really fast. When it goes dead wherever you're at and it turns around and comes, there ain't no time in between. It swings and here it comes because it's so low. And we've seen it and we see it all the time, but that tide started running super hard and we absolutely just quit catching them. Yeah, and they ain't swam off. I'm standing there, and that's somehow it changes you by it. Just boom, just like that. Oh, Mickey, yeah, this was. I said, I tell my guys, now this is classic. I mean, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but them fish did swim off from in front of us. No, they they're still quit. sitting there. The tide just but really, the Mickey, bite. yeah. And when they started, you really didn't want to go. I mean, hooking them, losing them, hooking them. I said, man, look, I mean, there's a lot of fish here, and then we started catching them. Now they're eating, man head first i mean they're, they're they're snapping and when it faded that was it bro if you'd have showed up there at 2 30 it looked good looks man they're all like mullet this looks great you wouldn't have caught nothing <clears throat> and then i made one more stop fishing down the boat on the way home i smith my little pass right here and we caught a couple on absolutely nothing so there might be some fish there i, I didn't stay it was already four o'clock but it actually got good. I mean, I, I could have. I mean, they were biting when we got there, but you were still missing some. You know, you could tell. You know, a lot of bites. Mm -hmm. I mean, every other cash get a bite, and then they started biting. So they may have been going. I'm sure before I got there, <clears throat> but we had about a, you know, hour little little over hour window there when it, it, you know, it got window. good. Oh boy! It was for window. sure a window, <laughs> and it's a it, it's a school of fish. It ain't this ain't a few. I mean, it, this is a, this is a lot of fish. Well, according and, to TPNW, we don't have a lot of fish. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot. When you you know, <laughs> here is what I'm saying: if they'd have kept biting, you could have caught thirty or forty fish, no problem. Mm -hmm. You know, there was that many fish. Yeah. <clears throat> but. Dude, I don't know if it's the back of this boom, but the current runs so hard, man. When I came in, I guarantee you yeah, that current was running four knots. Man, the buoys laid over, bro. And it is slow to today. Tide chart, yes, you had a two foot swing. That's what I you thought. A two foot swing, high. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep, for today sure. Today, you got another two foot swing. Yeah, they, they don't. Uh, I don't know what actually, is it. Actually, a two point one. Really? I'm sorry. Well, it's like it, was, was, it was actually a two point two yesterday. And we we 2. got a two point one, 1 today. today. Yeah. It's kind of like it reminds me yesterday, kind of summertime. You know, sitting on a pad or something. And 
you know, when that tide really gets to a and they get really hard to catch, you know, you catch them on the swing. Yeah, we've seen that, you know, that's winter fishing, you know, when you get a lot of current like that, it, it'll, it'll kill that bite. It always yeah, where I'm, I'm I don't know why. And where I'm, I, it, it's, you know how it is, but where I'm like that, there's, where I'm fishing, there's, there's current. Where you get somewhere else, you know, the tide just raises up. You don't get like, right. I mean, there's current, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you, you get away right. from stuff. But I ain't got no fish in places like that. We <clears throat> checked a lot of that stuff yesterday, and either they didn't bite or wasn't nothing there, one or two. <clears throat> but that was, I was glad that I saw Well, usually saw. if there's something there, you can get one or two, you know, some, most of the time. But but at least get some bites. And even in the morning tough, time. Man, when you're hitting random spots and it looks good and you don't even get a bite there, you're just going, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long do you stay? I mean, that's the yeah, deal. Yeah, you got to have a bite or two just to kind of... <laughs> keep you going just and make you fish it out going. fish it out for yeah. a while anyway at least give it an hour they don't yeah. turn on we're, in so man we got to roll when we're sticking and moving this man i'm really about about 20 minutes and you can kind of survey know. the situation and you're like man this is stupid let's go or hey man it looks kind of good it, that deal look good yeah i mean it looked good and it was good till it wasn't good but it didn't i mean we was through fishing but i mean i still want to catch some but i said look at these fish they just absolutely just laid down man mm, mm, mm. i don't know if there's no good ones in there probably not but there's you know a lot of 20 inch fish in there and you know we would well, you know better than 15 minute, to 17s <laughs> yeah for sure then one minute, you know uh, uh, a sinking lily would be good then a float one then you put a tail on there. Uh, we, we went old school, regular red and white bass sass, a little old sea shad, red and white tail. Yeah. And you switch up, you'd hunt him them up. First cast, boom, got one. Second cast, get a bite, boom, get one. And you won't have a, you won't get another bite on it. <laughs> and you go switch up to something else, humming out there, boom, got him. I said, okay, this is it right here. Two bites, done. Get something else. Fish are smart right now. So, well, I just saw my buddy die from that, so I'm not going to eat that. I'll wait for something Yeah, they, else. Just, they just snatched <laughs> old Fred right out of there, man. I, I Fred's gone. <laughs> Fred, Fred's Fred left. When he ate that, <laughs> yeah, ate that bait, he's gone. He's history, man. But uh, Remember we'll old Charlie? We'd all be in a lineup back in the day in the old days in Trinity Bay and he said, man, don't be throwing them little ones back. They'll go back and tell the school mama, and then they'll all leave. <laughs> they'll, all, they'll all swim off. Yeah. Yeah, look at there. It's raining again right here. Yeah, there's. I was looking at radar. There's a little bitty light. Uh, I wouldn't even call them showers. You know, it's just real light green stuff coming in out of the gulf, moving to the north, just training yeah. up. Yeah, if it wasn't dead calm in this canal, you might not even see these raindrops, but it's slick so I can see them. Yeah. It's just that. Oh, we're pretty good, but we'll see, what, we'll see what we do today. I don't know. So, you know they may all swim off. I don't know. But I know them That's fish bad, swim bass off. fishing weather right there. These little light, you know, misty, real heavy cloud cover. If you got some clear water, catch, that's good bass fishing right there, man. They're catching some, some pretty big bass on this old new moon right here. Yeah, they are, man. They're catching some good ones. So it ought to be almost dark now. Fixed to be dark. Yeah, we'll be at seven percent. Yeah, we're at seven percent this morning. So, yeah. yeah, the new moon Saturday morning. Yeah, I like to see Saturday what they do Sunday. on the front of this new moon. Come and see how many big ones they catch. I don't know, but I still say the full moon's the best for them big ones right before it. I, in the first couple. I'm with of, you, buddy. Boy, that front side of it is 
Yep, we it's used hard to, catch to beat. Some gorillas on the upswing of that full moon. My goodness. Well, you got all them legend boys. We'll see what the weights are. There were some weights up here in some tournament I saw yesterday. And I guess it was a Saturday deal. And, yeah, that weather was, you know, we had all that, that, that weather there Saturday, which could have affected something. But the weights were absolutely terrible. Well, terrible. I remember the last one I saw, the weather was absolutely perfect, and the weights were terrible. So, Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got our full 7-4. But I think uh, that, that, that freeze out, I think the boys had almost 20 pounds of trout. I don't know about the redfish. It had like a nineteen thirty six and three trout. <clears throat> that's uh, man, I ain't the smartest guy in the world, but that's close to a seven pound average. That's pretty strong. Yeah. But they had a nine. I think the boys had a nine sixty nine or nine seventy something. <clears throat> but yeah. I was talking to a boy that, that fishes in that fished in tournaments, and they caught a few fish. They, they didn't do too good, but <clears throat> you know, them boys search all week. 10 days and they burn them shores man and there's nobody you don't pre-fish he was telling me how all this stuff works he said they burn and fish man, and they they they're not wasting time waiting around they see well, how far could they go they from port o'connor in that tournament i know they did they uh, the scale weigh-ins you know they were using their scales on the trout and then bring their redfish I, to the weigh-in i can't answer that uh but i know where they caught them fish and it was a pretty long poke yeah, it was a pretty long poke. It's a place that you and I fished a lot. I ain't never yeah. caught no fish like that in there, but it was a pretty good poke. So I guess you go as far as one of them ninety mile an hour boats can go. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're when them boys are getting out, they're not guessing. They're not like man, this looks good. Let's make a wave. They don't seen it. They know what's there. And if it you can't in, do that, pull in and get out and get them. A hundred percent. And if you can't do that. You can't compete. You just, here, here, I'm going to send you my money, and I'm going to go watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you're not going to win nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you have to be able to do that. And the guys that are, and I'll tell you, the guys, that, you know, we know them all. Them boys are studs, but they can see them fish good, man. They're not they're not missing them fish on the bank. Mm, there they are. Mm, there's a school. Man, them are five-pounders. When they stop the fish, they're, they're not guessing about nothing. Right. Now, they could swim off. You know, your fish might have swam off, but, you know, you're in the hunt. Yes. <clears throat> but we'll see. We'll see. They'll be, like you said, that's the studs of the studs in this tournament, so you'll see what the mm -hmm. weights are. It'll be interesting. Guarantee you. That, uh, <laughs> I think Lloyd and them, him and Simmons and them, they finished second in that freeze out. Yeah. And I think they were fishing in the area right there at, the, the guys that were doing good were in the area. I mean, they've not been on top of each other, but they were in the area. And, and yeah. from what I understood, there was like maybe three wads of fish in there that was, you know, some, some pretty good ones. But you start throwing around 969s or whatever it was. Now, whatever, and you start throwing fish over nine pounds up there, you got a shot. I heard that. <laughs> what do you think, man? Give me, give me two pounds. Somehow and, that fishery down there is rebounded like it has. Oh man, this is. I mean, that's a, uh, you know. But now you, you look on that whole leaderboard, and I, you know, I just study that stuff just cause, just to see. You get past about tenth, and I don't know how many teams there was, but a fair amount. You oh, it get just past falls about off. Tenth, yeah, it goes to nothing. And and any like them guys that are there aren't any good. Anybody throwing their money up there to fishing that thing, you know, is a pretty decent fisherman. 
foot from 10th place down. I remember some of the trout master tournaments back in the day. <laughs> that top 20 teams would be within ounces of each other. 100%, buddy. They, I mean, they was – I mean, when you zeroed out or didn't do good in one of them, you would just <laughs> – it just wasn't on them, man. I remember that one Rockport tournament that we had over 400 people in. Everybody weighed their three fish in every day. Oh, the line that's went a, from, I remember you a, had this. Remember that weigh-in line went down the highway. <laughs> it went down the highway. Hey, you were out there like on some kind of barge thing. There was a pier, and the pier went through yeah, the we had moose, moose would bring a big barge in, and we'd have the weigh-in on the water on the barge behind this restaurant and bar there. <laughs> And yep, hundred percent. His old building, they'd line up down the side of that through the parking lot and out to the highway there at Fulton Beach. Crazy man. I think the Rockport tournaments probably took at least knocked about ten years off my life. At least. Yeah, every time. It, yeah. Hey, and and a whole whole boatload of brain cells. Boy, <laughs> yeah. Well, we never hey, did have that, any of them to start with. <laughs> no. Hey, see that cap on that crown? Go ahead and throw that in the trash. You're not going to need it. That's you what Danny Warriors do. You'd pull the cap off of it and throw it across the bar room and said, hey, let's drink. We don't need that. Let's oh, drink, boy. Man. All right, man. We'll throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you, James. All right, buddy. 49-771-7306. And don't be scared. Bring don't it. be scared. All right, brother. Have a good one, man. All right. Later, man. All right, that's James Plog down at Tiki Island. I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers, located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait or your tournament fish than with the oxygen response system. Check them out on display firsthand there at the store. If you need more info on them, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And with Super Bowl weekend coming up, check out their wild-caught guff shrimp. They're going to have specials on that in all sizes. So check it out and uh, make arrangements to get it done before the Super Bowl. That way you don't get caught without it. And uh, check them out at boydsonestop.com, or you can call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Girls, I ain't as good as I once was. I got a few years on me now. But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. If you need some love tonight, then I might have just enough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 540 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to G-Town, check in with Captain Michael Marquez. We just call him Sharky. Morning, Sharky. What's up? What's up, buddy? How's it going? Oh, man, it's going well. How are you, brother? Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. All good in your hood? Yes, sir. All good, man. Good, good, good. Well, tell me where some fish are at. (laughs) I don't know. Down your way, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Y'all having a tough time right now? Man, you know, they're spotty, Mickey. They're spotty. Um, I personally haven't fished in, golly, a while, um, but the guys have been out and, 
you know, it's been a little bit of a grind, man. Um, they've been catching a few big red fish here and there, and uh, I think yesterday they caught a couple couple sheep's head, but, you know, that current is ripping. The, the water is super yes. low, you know, in the basis, and the current is ripping faster than we've ever seen it. The tides are crazy. It's just, uh, I mean, we just need like two or three days of decent weather, but I don't think we're going to get it, man. I think Saturday, Sunday is going to be, or at least Sunday is going to be raining most of the day, I guess, last time I looked. but Yeah, it looks like a wet weekend ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into, into next week much. Does it look any any better than what we're going to have well, we this weekend? we got a cold or? front. It's going to get down in, you know, in the 30s on uh, Monday night. No, it is you know, not. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I think 36 one night and then 40 Oh, my night. gosh. No. Little, another little <laughs> cool snap. Golly. Well, I don't know, Miggy. I'm ready for I'm ready for spring break, man. I'm ready for March and well, that's not get far those away. warm waters coming in. I know it. I know it. Man, I cannot believe it's going to be in the 30s on Monday, man. That's going to be cold setting up at the fishing show yeah let me bring it back up again it, uh, i'm pretty sure i saw that earlier this morning I always look at all the different weather forecasts and let's see here yeah for houston uh looks like uh, monday a high of 59 and 36 for a low and then on tuesday uh 41 for a low and a high of 64 and then you know oh my gosh yeah yeah, we're going to get our lows back down in the 40s and 50s for a few days. Yep. So here we go. Here we go, buddy. Buckle up. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. Well, that's not super exciting, but uh, oh, well. We're mostly catching right now with the catching that is going on. Redfish? Yeah, you know, the big redfish. Um you know, it, honestly, just redfish and sheep's head and, um, you know, pup drum. We're still kind of in that in that drum season, you know, trying to trying to transition. But that's pretty much what uh, what's going. That's pretty much what's going on. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we're just uh, we're just rocking and rolling, man. Doing fishing show prep and getting everything getting all our ducks in a row i know that uh um i think each of our guys have a seminar each day so everybody's real excited about that and getting to come down and talk to a bunch of cool people about fishing you know yeah all of y'all uh do one on wednesday at 6 30 p.m y'all are the last one on wednesday the whole crew. oh yeah that's right that's right yeah and then uh, Cajun Chris does one at 4 o'clock on Thursday. And then uh, Friday, Sugar Shane does his at 6.30. Let's see about Saturday here. I had them memorized. <laughs> You're I'm on having, it. I'm having to You're look now. It. I kind of had them memorized, but... Uh, uh, you are a well-educated, well my friend. You rocking and rolling. Man, I'm not seeing one for Saturday. Got to be, huh? Uh, maybe Jetty James, maybe, or or Sharky. I don't know. Maybe they got me going 
Go when I want. It's well, bad. It's bad close. that I don't know. You the do time, the last one of the show on Saturday, on Sunday, at two forty-five. Okay. okay. Yeah, they usually. I've been doing that last one for gosh, I don't know how long. Because uh, I think about when I started doing it. Um, you know, I'll be running over talking about fishing now. Well, and, at least you uh, they were like, get we, jerked off stage. <laughs> yeah, we gotta start. We gotta start putting this guy at the back because, man, he's talking too much. <laughs> oh gosh, I'll be up there for two hours if you let me talk about fishing for two hours. Well, it's hard to put all gracious. all of it in in forty five minutes to an hour. You know. Well, and, heck uh, yeah. Heck yeah, especially when you got so many good questions, you know, getting asked. And, yeah, when the know, question and answers hands keep coming up, you got to keep answering them. Well, heck yeah. And there was oh, some you know what, Mickey? In the Look, years past, I, said, past. <laughs> I had to jerk oh. off stage. <laughs> man, I was going to tell you, I said I haven't been fishing in a while, but I really, man, I have been fishing um, – on any charters but me and dad how could i forget this my gosh it's early i guess me and dad went uh fishing yesterday for about an hour and a half for lunch <laughs> instead of for going lunch, taking a, a lunch. lunch trip <laughs> yeah he brought his boat to work which is golly how nice is that to have that convenience but uh he he drove over to to bayside on his boat and then instead of you know going and grabbing lunch somewhere we we basically uh, hopped on the boat and whipped around and went in, in offits. We fished, uh, we fished. I don't know, two, three places in offits and, you know, artificial only, of course. And uh, I thought we were going to hammer down on some trout, man. The water, we finally found some good water back in, you know, Lake Madeline area and mm. over there by uh, – you know, Moody Gardens area and a couple of the reefs, man. We fished. Gosh, we drifted that whole big reef at the at the start of offense, and it looked super fishy, man. I mean, it was green water, decent water flow. You know, warmed just too much, I mean, we so. couldn't buy a bite, man. Yeah, it's and, up uh, too much now. Yeah, I guess so. Then we end up over at uh, then we end up uh, over at um, just one of those little kind of Crack, cracks crevices <laughs> coves over on offense you know right. and uh dad's fishing and i'm kind of being a little bit of a sissy at that point i'm like man i just casted about 400 casts in a row with nothing so i'm gonna chill here so i'm sitting down and he's like you better get up and and catch something you know to motivate me and i said about that time i said dad you know you fishing for trout in here but this 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 place looks pretty floundery you know and i said an experienced, you know, fisherman would uh, would tie one of these, you know, quarter ounce jig heads on, put a little bit more weight on that jig head, you know, throw like a little Berkeley gulp, and you know, and I'm pretty sure there'd be a flounder in here. And he's like, "Well, show me." So I, about that time, man, I got up and tied it on and casted it out there. Uh, he's like, "Man, I guess there's nothing back here. I'm gonna move spots." I mean, it was my first cast with that thing, and stuck a flounder right in front of him. He was sick about it. he was sick about it man i stuck it it was a good fly i mean it was a decent flounder like 16 inches 17 inches keeper you know 
And then uh, we ended up I, – I ended up catching two flounder in there and about, I don't know, it was a couple casts later, stuck another one. So it would have been interesting to see, you know, if we would have sat there for an hour and a half and flounder fished, you know, yeah. what, what would have came out of that little uh, – that little cove, but you know, there was a couple fish stacked up in there, you know? Right. So I thought that was cool. So that was yesterday. We went and messed around for a little bit, but I think you're right. It got too, got too warm for them trout. Yeah. And, and then backwaters like that, when it gets cold, they'll, they'll pile in there. But once it warms up, that water gets upper fifties, close to 60. They, they move back out in the bay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh uh. I don't know. It's been uh it's been a little bit of a grind, man, but it's just getting better. It's just gonna get better and better, you know. We'll get this last little couple of fronts come in and dude, I think by March the waters are gonna be nice and nice and warm for at least, you know, everything else to start moving back through and Shoot, next thing you know, we'll be uh, surf fishing, you know, for tide runners and everything else. It's it's coming. Yep. Well, it's, it's all know, coming. Winter fishing's like summer fishing. A lot, a lot of the areas you find fish in in the deep winter when it gets cold is the areas you find them in in the summer when it's hot. And uh, yeah, it's, yep, that's true. It, uh, you know, the cold water it'll kind of congregate fish make them easier to target and pile them up good kind of like when the summer fishing starts and they get over shell and they pile up you know with warm waters and same thing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's not rocket science but it sure is tough sometimes <laughs> <laughs> they'll humble you in a heartbeat <clears throat> yeah yeah that winter fishing man when you find them though you know they're just just like you said i mean they're they're stacked you know you can go in and they're sitting in a pocket or they're sitting you know they're jam-packed in one of these little you know inlets or coves or you know when you when you find them they're there and you know you could have a little bit i don't know it's just different you know you're either smacking them in the winter or or you ain't catching much you yeah, know, it's you know, either same like way one with, or the other. You know, shoreline fishing, spring and fall are real similar. A lot of the areas that they're at in the fall, they're there in the spring. You know, a lot of uh, points and drains and things like that along shorelines, and it's just uh, yeah, heck yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't usually swim off too far from where they live, man. They just change their habits. Well, Sharky, yep. if somebody yep. wants to get with you guys and come down to G Town, stay in the lodge. Come on. Or, throw a wedding or some kind of special event or just go fishing. How do they get a hold of you folks? Oh, man, we'd love to have you guys, man. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishingwithnogcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. We actually just rebuilt our whole website, and it looks real real cool and uh, modernized. And uh, Anyway, just go check it out and hop on there. Um, you'll see – all sorts of cool catches that we've caught and we just love to have some you know go make some memories with you guys you can also hop on baysideeventcenter.com and check us out there we do it all man whether you want to get married go catch a fish let's do it sharky thanks have a blessed day brother care see you saturday all right later all right unfortunately that's all the time we have for today's show but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m right here at sports radio 610 KILT Houston.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 